Hello, this is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and you are listening to Off the Couch. For those of you who are sitting on the fence about getting off the couch with Paul Osgood, in a little while I'm going to introduce Ramon Zavala. And cut. Wait. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. And we're back. I got with me Ramon Zavala, and I'm going to read a little bio about Ramon. Uh, He promotes uh, bicycle safety and alternative commuting through various workshops and seminars. In 2011, he won a Parking Professional Merit Award from the California Public Parking Association. He was named one of the top 40 under 40 transportation demand management professionals by the Association for uh, Commuter Transportation is the bike coordinator at UCI's Transportation and Distribution Services. As a young child, he lived in Hemet, where he was traumatized by witnessing his bike stolen. (laughs) He took that dark energy to hone his body and mind so that he could spend his days on dark rooftops, sweeping down in alleys and delivering dark vengeance of death upon evildoers. I I am the Batman that bike thieves fear. Oh, is that Batman? That is me. Uh, Okay, I thought that was uh, something else. (laughs) I did not know that. (laughs) So how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I mean, the day's over. Uh... Well, the day's just started, isn't it? It's just started. This is... Don't, don't. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, yeah. So today we're here to talk about keeping your bike. Yes. Uh, it, it's pretty incredible, actually. Uh, there are so many bikes stolen throughout California, and uh, the thing that we really have to fight the most is apathy. And we're going to get into a, a few other ways to specifically get past the apathy and get to the mechanics of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, my, my theory has always been, how can you ride a bike unless you have a bike right and, and what, what were you saying about uh people quit riding their bikes because it's yeah. the trauma of getting it stolen they don't turn into batman like you yeah you know um there's this often quoted rarely cited a statistic that 24 percent of people who have their bikes stolen never bike again and I, I think last time i said never bought another bike but the statistic is never bike again they never bike again and that's just crazy what now? Where did they get that statistic? Or uh, I actually I looked this up finally, and and the academic uh, report from the transportation or the transport research laboratory in Britain. Okay, uh, they they have the report. It's available at Texas A and M. It's on the way to my uh, office right now. Okay, good old interlibrary loan and stuff. Uh, so what they did is they had an ab- attitudinal survey of, of a bunch of cyclists and a bunch of uh, people who don't travel obviously by cy- uh, by bike. And they asked uh, a bunch of questions, and this was the paper or the report is called "Cycle Theft in Britain." So the, the, there's Britain. this massive cycle theft issue in in London, and you no, know, like ninety percent of the bikes end up in the same place. Uh, in the same place, people just go there and they rebuy their bikes. Sometimes it's called Brick Lane, um, but everyone knows it's a it's a super epidemic. And just like over here in California, they're trying to get as many people on bikes as possible. They want to. Re- reduce the reliance on on oil foreign oil or domestic um so when they're figuring out that people just can't actually keep the bikes they're only they're trying to find out what happens when their when their bikes get stolen they find out that well 
a good portion of people just stop riding. You, you know, that's kind of funny. They have a place to go buy their bikes back. That's We have Craigslist for that. Exactly. Just <laughs> yeah, we don't even have to leave the, the, the living room. We go home, we cry, and then we check Craigslist but, for the next and, two months. And there's our bike. Exactly. Is, it, is that really true that most of them end up on Craigslist? It, it used to be that way. It used to be that you could probably jump on the, on Craigslist like two weeks after buying after losing your bike or having it stolen and probably see it uh, turn up. But these have gotten smarter. Okay. What they'll do is they start hoarding bikes and they try to wait you out. And either they um, sell them right there in the same county uh, category or city category in Craigslist that they actually stole it, or um, they'll take it north or they'll take it south, bunches of bikes at a time, and then sell you all the Orange County stolen bikes in San Diego or L.A. or do the same with L.A. bikes and bring them down south. Wow. Now, it's, you you're it, told me one time you, you tracked the bike or someone tracked the bike. and, and Yeah. Uh, here at UCI, uh, we're, we're very, very, very proud of our, of our bike thief catching abilities. And um, we have a specific program, Transportation Distribution Services, and the UCI Police Department uh, we, we have a bit of surveillance on certain bikes on the campus, good value bikes. And when they're stolen, we can actually, uh, catch the thief that stole them by tracking the bike. You, you, okay. So is it a setup? It, it, it is a sting operation. It's a sting operation. It is. So we'll, we'll follow the bike and, um, hopefully get the thief, uh, either in route where he's literally on the bike and you can't say, oh, no, uh, <clears throat> I just found this bike right here. Or, uh, in my opinion, the best way is to get them once they get home. And then you have that, that permission to actually go inside the home and see if there's any other bo- uh, bikes there or if they take it to a warehouse or to a, a, a U-Haul van or whatever. Probable cause. Probable cause, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So so are, are you finding actual rings? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. R- no, okay, come on. I mean, no, no, seriously. Not actual, like, bike sto- rings. They rings. Come, they come I mean, to this campus. We're, we're not talking Bugsy Malone here, uh, yeah. but we're finding uh, a bunch of guys who are repeat offenders who steal bikes for their income or habits or whatever. Okay. And and the worst part is is that when you, get, when you get a couple of kids under the age of 18 that have been told, oh, yeah, UCI is an easy place to steal bikes, you know, um... And then they come here and they get in trouble. And now, boom, they start having a record. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So when we've uh, last year we advertised, and this year we'll be advertising again exactly who we have caught on the UCI campus stealing bikes. We have over, uh, no, I, I think at least eight unique individuals. Half of them at least are uh, multiple offenders, one of which has gotten hit with three thefts here on campus they're all th- felony thefts they're stealing bikes felony. over the bu- over the uh the value of a thousand dollars wow wow people are getting a thousand dollar bikes stolen yeah, yeah. Th- they're locking them up with you know cable locks wow and you know it doesn't matter the the type of cable lock you have uh it, it's still so much easier to get through and to get past than say a solid steel u-lock you know uh my my father you know i i grew up around um the uh people who did um I know they were, they were in the military and they did some classified type stuff. They were right. all janitors, uh-huh. and uh, they would laugh at locks. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I, I, you know, I didn't care what it was, you know, cipher lock. You know, they would just get right through it. My dad had a saying that was a the uh, all a lock does is keep an honest man honest. Yeah. So I mean, it's basically uh, it's just a deterrent. Mm-hmm. But you know, someone will come in and they'll figure out a way to, to break it. You know, it's like a you know an arms race of sort. Oh, that's but, exactly it. But you just want to make it hard on the guy. Exactly. And just, the harder you make it, the better deterrent you are. And you know, the the 
the kind of unfortunate way to think about it is if you have the same bike as someone next to you, you just got to lock it up better than that person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's pretty easy to do. Just just get get a better, get a U-lock instead of a... Get a U-lock and then lock up your bike properly. Okay, uh, tell me more about that. I saw actually saw that uh, brochure that you were handing out. Yeah. That nice young gentleman. Uh, Jason. Jason. Yes. All right, um, you know, most people think that you can just tie up your your bike to a bike rack and you're done. You know, you, you hit that that top tube that that you see going from the seat to the handlebars. You tie that up to something with whatever, and you're done. Uh, but in all honesty, you know, locks have varying qualities. Uh, it's it's obviously you know, if you tied it up with string, it's not nearly as good as a cable lock because okay. you could cut uh, a string with a pocket knife. But a cable lock, you'll have to probably use wire cutters. If you use a thick cable lock, uh, you'll probably have to use very short bolt cutters. Um, if you use a U-lock, the tools get significantly more heavy, flashy, and difficult to use. Okay. So wow. So so you want the person actually has to be obvious. They steal. Oh the yeah. Okay. There's there's a couple ways, and this is good. I in, in my bike education sessions, I teach people how to steal their own bikes effectively. That way, they know how to lock up their bikes the best way possible. Oh, that's cool. So what other kind of locks do you have? Uh, you have the, your chain locks, and chain, just like cable, comes in, in, in a variety of thicknesses and qualities. You could have a really, really thin one you get from Target for $10, and it will. you could probably tear that apart with your bare hands if you, just, you, know, if you have some big, massive pecs going on. Uh, but you could get some really heavy-duty chains, and those will hold up to some, you know, bolt cutters and then you could get some hardened steel coated chains which will hold up to say three foot long bolt cutters and a big guy like me pushing down all my weight and using gravity as much as possible and it might shear within about 20 seconds or so but even then you have these massive bolt cutters and a big guy sweating to break this chain and the chain has to be somewhere in a point where you actually can use the ground as a pivot on your on your bolt cutter so it gets really obvious the better kind of lock you have, it becomes more and more obvious when someone actually tries to steal your bike. Okay, so your bike's probably going to get stolen. It can get stolen, or I'm not not probably, <laughs> but it, it, you're you're not um, you're not preventing it. You're just what you're preventing the um, you're making the guy think. Yeah, is what you're doing. And and we even teach that uh, you In, should use more than one kind of lock at a time, and that kind of blows people's. Mind. I never heard that one kind more than one kind more of than lock. one kind. Uh, on my bike, I use uh, a heavy-duty U-lock okay. to lock up my rear tire and my frame. And then up front, if I'm on one of the newer bike racks here on campus, the post-in loops, I lock up my um, front wheel and the frame together with about a medium thickness chain. Now together, I mean, the U-lock weighs about 8 pounds and the medium thickness chain probably weighs about 4 pounds. And you're thinking, oh my god, that's 12 extra pounds! And there's people riding carbon fiber bikes, and they they try to save grams when they replace it. But in all honesty, I'm riding a hybrid. I weigh 225. I can you know spare to lose a couple pounds myself. So 12 pounds is doing me a favor. Yeah, take take it off the gut. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I have right. no problem losing 12 pounds off the gut if I'm going to carry 12 pounds of lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it'll kind of help you. Is, exactly. Is what you're thinking. So carry the. So what it does is it actually because you have two kinds of locks, you don't get specialist in that one kind of. Exactly. Is, uh, you, there's a few different ways to break through a U-lock, um, but none of those ways match up with breaking a chain. You have to use a completely different tool set. So you have to have all oh. these different tools. It's, it's called increasing the thief's toolbox size. Oh, okay. 
So we just can't be running down this. You know what? I've actually seen it. When I lived in the San Fernando Valley on a major street, I'll get to that later, but um, saw a guy riding down the street with his bolt cutters. <laughs> you were telling me a story once. Uh, tell me that story about the uh, bolt cutters on the bus. All right. So um, now, actually, I, w- I would personally want one of the uh, the officers involved to give, to give the story because, well, I want to give them the credit for it. But uh, we were tracking this particular bike thief, and it required the pulling over of a bus. And um, they jumped on the bus, you know, asked people to put their hands up, you know, it being a police investigation, because they saw the the bike, the actual bike that was stolen from the UCI campus on the front of the bus. And uh, sure enough, the guy had the bolt cutters with him right there. Boom. Boom. Hits the ground, tried to drop them. Boom. Yeah, that's it. And, and I mean, obviously, when when a cop says, and this is advice to everyone out there, when a cop says, "Put your hands up," the last thing you want to do is dive for anything in your pockets. Oh yeah, you know that was something they taught us in um. um oh yeah, we were born with that. Yeah, we were born, exactly. yeah, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. big, they have guns. They're they're after someone. Just don't reach for anything. Reach for the sky. Do some stretches. You've been on the bus. You know, I you know. Stretch out a little bit. Put them, put them up. Oh, okay. Here, that's here, just wisdom, right there. Here's the thing that's kind of getting me: these bike thieves. They don't sound too smart, but they are they. I mean, normally are, they're not that smart. I mean, really, but you, they they're smart enough to steal your bike. Yeah, and you know the information, and that and that's why I teach people how to steal their bikes. The information on how to break through locks is out there. Okay, you know, yeah. the, the, the people think YouTube that oh my god, there's some sort of taboo out there if you teach people how to steal bikes. It's like, look, the people who come to my bike class aren't out there to steal other people's bikes, but there are people who know this information and they know exactly what to exploit. A very very loose U lock, you could get a pry bar into and twist out of joint. Right. So what what do you do? You fill up as much of the U lock as possible. Can't get a pry bar in there. Can't you also take a, like a ballpoint mat or a pen and use the the end of it? Yeah, uh, in, in the nineties, Kryptonite had this uh, circular tumbler where you had to use a circular key to actually open up uh, open up the locks, and it was on all their locks. And then some industrious person, probably just playing around, stuck a, a, a big pen into the the circular lock thing, and he was able to undo the lock just and for kicks so he asked around and sure enough like 90 percent of the kryptonite's locks out there at that time you could break open like that but they've gone past that they they use these very jagged uh relatively straight locks now they're laser cut and stuff so it's, it's not an issue anymore but if you ever come across someone trying to sell you um a used kryptonite lock with a circular uh key yeah don't bother just skip it and right. just you know use again just use some twine it'll probably hold them back far quicker well, like my old my old man said, you know, locks are just to keep an honest man honest. That's right. So it's like a, that was kind of funny when um, you know he retired. He uh, was a contractor, and when we need to get in people's houses, they you know they'll you know let me leave the key, and my dad would say, "Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll get in your house, yeah. and, and you won't even know I was there." It, you know, it, it is curiously easy to to pick a lock. So, so uh, basically, you're trying to make it harder. You're trying to make it the the other yep. guy work for it and exactly. bring and bring more tools and stuff like that indeed and he's not that smart but he's smart enough to learn the five rules that he needs oh exactly i mean for the majority of the locks that you'll actually see on an uneducated college campus you can probably use some one of uh, some bolt cutters with the one and a half long uh, or one and a half foot long handles and get through most of them because people typically don't spend that much money on bike security but the rule of thumb is uh you spend up to 10 percent of the value of your bike on bike security Ten percent. Ten percent. Ten percent. You can do that easily. Right. Um, if if you and that I mean, 
that's assuming you're not going to lock up a carbon fiber triath- uh, triathlon bike with you know tri bars on the front and you know zip wheels and stuff because I mean that'll run you seven hundred dollars in bike security. No, I actually sleep next to mine. Well, so how expensive it, is your bed? Is is, is, is <laughs> it's a, like we were saying the other day? You know, the most expensive thing in my house is you know the you know the bikes. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> they get their own room and they get you know washed down and and you know yep. I, properly bedded every night and I and, paid yeah. just over four hundred dollars for my oh, really? felt hybrid. Okay, um, that includes uh, fenders and my rear rack that I put on there, and I spent thirty dollars on a, a Kryptonite New York Standard, and that is a, a U-lock. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Uh, that that one was going through my isn't isn't that the one that can survive in New York? Yes, that, for that, thirty days. Yeah, that's the that's a New York Standard. They also have one called the Forget About It. That's oh. actually the name. Okay. You just type whatever you think it can be, however it can be spelled in Google, right. and they'll come up with it and then correct you. And right. that, now, would, th- would that thwart my dad or would my dad? Oh, yeah. Um, the thing about the forget about it is that it has a very, very thick shackle. The shackle's the U part. Right. And it's a lot smaller. Okay. So it has very little room to actually fit, you know, any kind of tool into. Okay. Um, th- the only thing I don't like about the forget about it, though, and any of the mini U-locks, is that it's hard to get both your wheel and your frame into it. All right. And if you're going to lock up you know, your bike, you might as well lock up at least two of the most expensive parts of your bike, your right. frame and your rear wheel. Right. N- now, uh, I got a lot of friends that, the, you know, my friends are like hyper-educated and hyper, you know, paid. Right. But they're stupid. <laughs> they, I mean, they are stupid. Um, none of them are listening. uh um, the, um, maybe I need more, if I didn't tell them that over the air, I'd Oh, they're going to listen now. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, um, they, they get $1,200 bikes stolen right out of their garage. You know, I mean like they, they, they leave and to everyone that's listening, you're, you're asking yourself, how do you spend $1,200 on something and just leave it in your garage and is the garage leave. locked no it's open they're figuring like who's gonna c- walk right in and steal my bike but the guy you, who just stole the bike yeah it, it, and i have this weird idea that when people steal your bike they don't just throw it over their shoulder and run sometimes they might actually like it being a form of transportation mm-hmm. might actually get on the bike and ride off with it oh there, there's there's plenty of my favorite videos online on youtube of bike thieves being thwarted and you'll see a lot of them walk up to relatively high-value road bikes or fixies with uh, with clip-in pedals or clip-in shoes, helmet, a full-on kit, you know, Lycra kit. They look like they belong in the bike. Exactly. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, uh, they're going to fight the uh, the immediate you know idea that, oh, that person doesn't look like they belong on the bike. Let's look around to see if anyone's missing a bike by blending in. Oh, wow. So when that guy rode off, it was like... Uh that you might actually be looking at the guy exactly riding off on your bike. Yeah, and you're not going to pay attention to him because he looks like he belongs there. Right. And, and if you have a bike that looks like, like you were talking about, actually, uh, where you pr- do something to your bike and you you customize it and things oh, yeah. like that, it says, "This is my bike." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's that's why I like uh, getting scratches on my bike. Yes, that's my bike. I can tell you right now where all the nicks and dings are. Uh, I have, you know, my fenders, my rear rack. I have reflective tape on various parts. I mean, it. this is my bike. No one's going to steal that. Now, the yeah. question is I'm asking is location. Yeah. I mean, is there a safe place to put your bike? There are safer places. There are safer places. The more public, the more visible places, easily more safe. Okay. Uh, every thief prefers somewhere off to the side. 
uh, in this rep- in the report I was just talking about uh, that mentioned people not riding bikes after having them stolen. They said right off the bat that the most frequently stolen bikes are those that are in sheds in the backyard that aren't locked or the uh, that are slightly parked behind bushes or anything like that. Because if the thief has cover, then he could easily pull out those bolt cutters and you know give it some muscle for a while. And if it, huh. it doesn't work, then it could take off. Is it one of those things like when people break into your house, they go into your sock drawer? They look under the mattress. They look like th- everybody here. We, we we like to think we're individuals, but we're actually types. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And so that when someone breaks in your house, they know exactly where you quote. I'm going to do the quotation marks with my fingers here. Quote, you know, hid yeah. your stuff <laughs> in that secret place where you know it's going to be totally safe. Yeah, where because no one ever, you know, it's like, hey, I, I, you know, your neighbor puts his stuff under the mattress. You know, and and, yeah. and and or you know that's where Dad used to keep his stuff. Mm-hmm. But the the uh, um, the um, so you like to think like I'm going to hide my bike here. <laughs> Let's just do the quotation marks. I'm going to hide my bike in the back shed, shed yeah, because the thief doesn't know it's there. Uh, yeah. how, how, he can't see it. Yeah, but he he knows it's yeah. That that's where it is. Exactly. So what you're saying is put it in where people can actually see it. Put it where you can see it. Like if you're on the UCI campus and you're parking a bike. And you have every single rack around, and it's night, and you're concerned about your bike. Park it in the most open, obvious spot. If you give if you give a thief um, some privacy, that thief is going to take the bike. Now, how is it that they're able to like, like this happened to my, some people I know, um, where they just walk into your garage and take it out? Oh, I mean, the, they just walk right in. It's audacity. Them, that's what it is. It's just audacity, and that's what audacity. you need. Audacity. Okay. To yeah, be to a be a bike thief. thief. Yeah, because it's it, it's in so many situations a, a plain visibility crime. You know, and wow, yeah, it is, isn't it? It really yeah. is. Uh, wow. And they they have the assumption that everyone walking by is not going to say anything. They're not going to do anything. They is, they they play on the bystander effect. Oh, that's not my responsibility. Someone's probably already calling nine one one, or the, you know, the, the cops don't really care about bike theft. Oh, except here on the UCI campus, we have some rabid anti-theft cops. I got to get back with you on the one because I I got a story that kind of burns me up about that. Not not your UCI, but my experience of getting my bike stolen on a campus. Uh, the what is it? The um, as far as get do they steal the bike in broad day- daylight on We've campus? Had some, yeah, you're kidding me. Right there in front of everybody. Yeah. Okay. Are, are they? Do they and we we get nighttime thefts. We get. I mean. Okay. And, I see that. Yeah. But, I mean, the daylight, like with daylight. people around walking by, they'll like bring out the bolt cutters and just yeah. go to work? Exactly. No way. This is why it's important to lock up your bike. And also important, if you see something out of the ordinary, call 911. The worst thing that can happen is that a cop's going to go out there and he's going to stop the person who legally owns the bike. Right. And say, oh, yeah, sorry. And you just got the bike thief that may exactly. someday steal you know, your if, bike. If someone saw me fiddling with my bike on the UCI campus and thought I was stealing it, please call 911. Right, right. I, I would rather be confronted by a cop for potentially stealing my own bike than someone not calling the cops on a genuine thief. Right, right. And that's happened to me before where I called 911 and it ended up being nothing. Yeah. But yeah. Th- th- and like they said, you know, like, hey, you do it again, we'll probably be a little tired of it. Mm-hmm. But, but you know what? Thanks. But do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, go ahead. But you're saying right in the middle of the day they, they mm-hmm. steal it. Are there any places on campus that aren't particularly safe? 
Now, I, I would like to tell you this, but in all honesty, given the program and our success in catching thieves, we're watching certain places pretty well. Oh, okay. So, so let's not. Okay, so. Yeah, but uh, but there's a nice carbon fiber bike there, so please oh, yeah. go there and yes, steal yes. that bike. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it really um, the the least safe places are places where you're going to see a ton of bikes locked up poorly. A ton of bikes. Yeah. Okay. So it it it's pretty easy to keep your bike safe. Lock it up with the U lock and make sure you get at least one of the wheels and the center of the frame or the the rear triangle as they call it in the U lock. And it's incredible how much safer you are with that because so many people are using uh, these simple little, uh, what are they called? Cable locks. Right. The, if your cable, if your lock can coil up on itself, get a better lock. Really? That's a, it's easy. I mean, you're, if you have one of those kryptonite hard wires, they're really thick. It, it could barely connect itself. It's so thick. Um, if you have a U-lock, obviously, it's not going to coil on anything. But if your little cable lock can make a coil... Yeah, that's that's something you could uh, break with a tool that'll fit in anyone's pocket. Now, um, I, the question I have is like, uh, the do the bike thieves know exactly where to go? What, what a good neighborhood would be? The campuses are obviously good. Campuses are direct, immediate choices. If you look at the uh, UCOP list, I think it's called the Clary Report. All all of the PDs have to report. Um, how many? How much value of bike theft is stolen every year? Right. I mean, we're going to get this awesome report coming up soon because we've actually cut our numbers almost in half from year to year. Okay. With this anti-bike theft thing, but yeah, the, a thief won't just walk into a random neighborhood and steal a bike. He's going to scope it out. He's going to drive by a couple times. He's going to look for some open garages. Look inside. Mm. I'm going to. I'm thinking of your buddy over here. Buddies, it, buddies. No, it actually yeah. happens. Seriously, yeah, buddies. Well, yeah, uh, but uh. like, like, no. I mean, uh, people I know from different areas are saying, "Yeah, it's like, I, I had my bike in there, and I was, I was there. I was doing something else in the garage or something somewhere else, mm-hmm. and they just walked right in and took it. Yeah, just walked right in. Lock your garage, and you know, take that extra step. Lock your bike to something else in your garage. You could get little. If you own your home, you could get an anchor. Um, any anyone with the motorcycle probably knows uh, what a motorcycle lock anchor is. You just pop that in the ground. Right. You start locking up your bike to that, or you just have any kind of shelf. Anything. Just the most frequently stolen bike is the one that's not locked up. Right. Hands down. Even if you just turn your back. That's it. And as we tell people all the time on campus, you know, oh, I'm just going to be in for five minutes. That means that's five minutes for someone just to touch your bike and get away. Well, I'm talking about people where they turn their back on their bike. That's slick. Like they just turn. I mean, no, I'm serious. Like like they just turn around. It, the guy st- uh, uh, stole it, one of them that stole it from his garage, and he was like a few feet away. I mean, the guy, someone that, just walked. Okay, that has to hurt. Yeah, That's like at the most deep level, right there. Okay, but they always blame their neighbors because their neighbors must have been scoping them, or they're. And you're saying no, you don't need your neighbors yeah. or someone. Yeah, I, I like. I would like to have neighbors. You know, living in Irvine, it, it's hard to have neighbors because most people don't talk to each other. Right. But you know, I don't like to live in fear of the people around me. I live obviously. I mean, it's one of the safest cities in America. Yeah, yeah. So I have an innate minimum trust for people. And if right. I accidentally leave my garage door open, and I've done that a couple times, right. Uh, I'm not extremely concerned. Right. But if you are in an area that has had burglaries, right. if there's any kind of record of that, uh, don't even give your opportunity to distrust your neighbor. Yeah. You, know, you want to be able to trust your neighbor as much as possible. And as you said, it keeps an honest man honest, a good lock. Always have right? the lock. 
Always turn, have it. Turn your back on it. You don't want to distrust your neighbor. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, uh, d- tell me more about the uh, – oh, I got to tell you about my experiences where, uh, you know, I grew up in Texas where, you know, I, I actually – my neighbor was nice enough to shoot at someone in my front yard. That's very kind. You know, That's very considerate. General, yes. It, we, we were like that. You know, it's like uh-huh. someone tried to steal my old man's tools and stuff like that. And it was like, hey, you don't do that. That ain't happening. So, you know, as part of our neighborly po- policy, you know, sometimes we lend each other like eggs and milk and, and shoot at people. Shotgun who, shells. Yeah, shotguns. Well, um, <laughs> no, that was the, the other neighbor. Um, the <laughs> Everybody had their own little thing. And, uh, yeah, we didn't like thieves. Mm. Thieves were not people that we we liked at all. Horse thieves, yeah, horse thieves. Yeah, you could just string them up. And yeah. the when I came out here, I was in the San Fernando Valley, and I rode my bike to this community commuter college, community college, and um, my bike got uh, stolen. And the they ended up ca- when I went to the police station, they caught the guy. Oh, that's such a good feeling. <laughs> well, what happened was it got bumped up. And eventually, the people within the department were commi- trying to convince me that um, let it go, never. Yeah, and I was like, "Let it go! You caught a thief! You never!" Oh my! They God. said, "Well, the 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 the, the judge isn't going to do anything. It's not much of a charge. I mean, it was a garage sale bike, uh-huh. but I was like, you caught a thief. Get it on the record. Get it in the statistics. Yeah, we need it. If your bike gets stolen, and even if you don't think our severely rabid anti-theft cops on campus are going to do anything about it at the very least report it because i need the statistics now what does that what does it do for you i mean like it's hard to believe that you would care i mean look we've been talking for a while about your bike getting stolen yeah now this is very hard i mean it's not your car Mm -hmm. it's not um you know something of real value someone didn't violate you by breaking into your house or something like that Mm -hmm. So why do I want to now? Now you say that, but when my bike was stolen, I felt violated. Yeah, because and you turn into that's bat, right. Yeah, and you know I I don't drive. This is my main form of transportation. And there's a lot of people on the UCI campus who use their bike as the main form of transportation. They may still have a license. They may still have a car, but that bike is their chosen form of transportation. And if you feel that deeply about it, there's no way you can even think about not letting someone pay for. Uh, you know, stealing your bike, let alone at least attempting to get it back. Well, the, the way I felt about it was that, uh, you know, I had money, but at the time I was saving up for computers. Uh-huh. You know, back That's a good the, investment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, well, now my, you know, the stuff I, all that money I spent on computers is uh, my computers are at that time what you call hazmat. You can't even donate them. <laughs> you, you actually have to bring... <laughs> Yeah, it, you see, you got one. The kids today, you know, their student loans can buy a computer that they can donate. I couldn't even. There you go. I couldn't even donate my computers. You know, they, they're hazmat. You got to like drive them over to where they, you know, the, the Orange County toxic well, chemicals or whatever. And yeah, the old steel and stuff. It has lots of chemicals that have been made illegal. And <laughs> well, no one wants your two eighty six. Oh yeah, it, or, or your three eighty six. Half the people don't even. What what what, was that? what, what, what are you talking what about? Are you running, five and a quarter floppies on that? Eight inch floppies? Yeah, it's like a, no. We was yeah. it a Xerox? Did you have a Xerox computer? It, no, no, oh, <laughs> no. That's going way back. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was like a. Uh, but so I had my bike, and someone stole the bike. I was like, I don't have any money left over to buy a new bike. Yeah. Because when you're a starving student and you're eating all that top ramen and you're paying like uh, buku bucks for that uh, that chemistry book yeah. and stuff like that, you don't have enough money to go out and buy a new bike. So right. someone's actually stealing your livelihood. Y- yeah, 
that's the way you get around. Yeah. And it, and that's the re- that's one of the main reasons we're actually looking at you know exactly where people are getting their bikes stolen, how to catch the thieves, and once you catch the thieves, the word gets around. Oh god, the word has gotten around that UCI. If you come to the, if you come to steal bikes here, you're going to get caught. Okay. You might get away with a couple, but we're going to catch you. You're going to get a felony on your record. Don't bother. Hey, what kind of people are you actually uh, catching? Uh, they're typically human. Um, two hands, two feet. Uh, well, I'm, I'm actually looking at them right now. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. that. <laughs> uh, uh, could you tell us the, 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 the website? I like your little rogues gallery. Actually, yeah. tell me more about that site altogether. All right, all right. So I, I have this blog here that I started. It, it's um, part of the UCI blog system on their site system. It's called Bike UCI Commuting, Advocacy, and Education. And the, um, the catch line is the story of an upstart UCI bike commuter and advocate. It's called that because I had literally started this right when I started my work at Sustainable Transportation. They gave me the full reign of the bike program, and I was like, all right, I've never been an official advocate. I never commuted to work by bike. And so it, you know, if you go to the very beginning of the blog, it documents my experiences thus far. Uh, but as I learned more and as I uh, began to actually teach more about bikes, I put together some stuff exactly like the Ramones aspects of bike security. You jump on that and it shows you exactly what tools a bike thief uses, what uh, locks are as good as are you know, good substitutes for one or the other. Uh, the brands to go after, uh, what what is available in the realm of bike insurance. You know, in the U.S., there's only been, I think, one huh. company to actually start bike insurance, but it's extremely popular in Britain. Really? Yeah. I've, you know what? That's one of those things, like, you're not making that up? Yeah. Really? That's true? Yeah. You, can we get bike insurance? Yes. There's, there's one company out there now. I, I, I Oh, you know what? I'm going to have to send it to you. But um, it, it helps does, uh, focuses on liability and uh, bike theft. Now, bike theft, um, as, as an insurance, most people don't know. If your bike is stolen, it's, chances are your, your rental insurance or your home insurance right. will uh, cover the value of that bike up to a certain amount depending on where it was stolen from. If it's stolen from your house or your, or your apartment, it's most likely going to cover more than if it's not. Um, additionally, if you're on a bike and you get in an accident, your auto insurance policy, if you do have a car and not an auto insurance, can actually affect... Uh, your in any kind of um, insurance claim on you right there because you know on on the roads you are you have all the rights and responsibilities of a vehicle right yeah so uh, so someone runs you over my my insurance I, we exchange insurance information it's, just it's like possible. i was in my car yeah check with your insurance agent yes please do uh additionally there's the other form of insurance when it comes to uh, uh bike security and that is the kind that comes with a lot of locks now they say not to call it insurance but i mean just for the sake of you know you know, argument it is insurance so if you buy a, a kryptonite new york standard that's what i got um and you fill out the form and you send them proof of purchase of your bike the value of the bike etc they'll insure their lock against theft up to three thousand dollars so even though my bike's only worth four hundred dollars right. uh, for the duration of the the of the insurance they would have reimbursed me up to three thousand dollars or up to the value of my bike up to three thousand dollars now, are there a lot of a, uh, like, whenever I check the insurance policy, you know, for damage or something like uh-huh. that, uh, there's always some huge waivers, you know. In the, oh, yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, or, you know, what they say, like, uh, not responsible, not responsible. Is, uh-huh. Okay, are these for real from what you've read? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and I in on my blog under Ramon's Aspects of Bike Security, I go through the kryptonite and the on-guard details. So I've gone through all the legalese and I've, I've summarized it. Uh, for example, they will not reimburse you the value of your bike for the aftermarket fenders or the aftermarket rack or your cycle computer if you left it on there. 
and kryptonite um, requires that you send a piece of the lock. So uh, huh. it, if you have someone who broke through your U-lock with an angle grinder, pick up some of the shavings, file the police report, report it to your um, insurance, and then send it to kryptonite. And that starts the process, and you're in. Awesome. And it, I think it costs like $1, or is it free, or $10, depending if you use an on-guard lock or a kryptonite lock. It's incredibly cheap. And on guard, you could actually keep the insurance for like three years if you pay something like ten dollars or fifteen dollars. Now, those are the are those the major brands that yeah, you're talking in, about? In the United States, the the major brands are Kryptonite and On Guard. On Guard is is kind of like the the generic to Kryptonite because everyone knows Kryptonite. Everyone knows the yellow or orange lock. Right. Uh, on Guard is insures their locks up to a similar value, often exactly the same or a dollar more. Right. Oddly enough. Um, and then the other uh, big lock manufacturer for bikes out there is called Abus or Abus, A-B-U-S. They're a German company. All their locks are imported, uh, so they're a bit more expensive. But um, I'll have to admit I, I bought one, that my medium quality chain, my medium thickness chain, uh, I bought because it's brown and it matches my brown bike. Oh, it just it yeah, does. It, it's just purely aesthetic, and I'm kind and of it, ashamed, ashamed and, for it. And it goes with your eyes. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's beautiful. It's kind of working. So, uh, um, so tell me, you know, yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry. You, oh, no, you, go ahead. Tell me some <laughs> more. <laughs> you, um, you asked me to talk about my blog, and I know you're trying to get at something on my blog. Right. We have this this big advertisement that we ran last year in the in the new university, and um, it has the faces of the eight thieves we've caught on campus. We had caught on campus th- thus far. Just so you know, I love that. Yes, I love that to death. That is beautiful. Oh, the director of transportation distribution services, he loves it. I love it. And any kind of bike advocate or person who's actually afraid of seeing their bike stolen, uh, they love it too. Because it's, I mean, some people say, oh my God, those people are so scary. They're other, you know what? We caught them. We got them. Right. You know, this is, this is, this is a triumphant scream of, 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 you know, of us not taking it anymore. The dark vengeance of justice. And then down below it shows up um, how to actually lock up your bike on one of the new post and loop stands here on campus, and it shows exactly you know the locks going through the wheel and the frame on both sides. It's it's really simple. I mean, you have your educational thing, but I love just staring at the faces here. I even have it up in my cubicle. Can I see that for a second? Could you, could you turn that around? Wow, look, those guys look kind of tough. Wow, you know I think I could take that guy. I could take this guy. You could take that guy easily. Yeah, if, if maybe we should have a call in, you know, <laughs> <laughs> call in and tell me who you could take. Yeah. Hey, one of those guys is really old. Yeah. You know what? I'm sorry, but um, some of these uh, don't look like they belong on campus. Like yeah. that one guy right there, he doesn't like <laughs> look like a student. Um, yeah, can't really pass for a first year of these guys. Yeah, yeah. It's like they, yeah, they're kind of old. You know, it's like uh, wow. Yeah, when that guy's. Yeah. So, how did you? What's the story behind catching these guys? Oh, let's see. Um, I think most of them we caught in our our surveillance program. Okay. So the, the, they just said, "Hey, and nice bike out in the yeah. middle of nowhere." And these top four guys, repeat offenders. So they got caught here and then got caught here again. And this guy over here got caught a third time. <sighs> like they didn't. They just don't learn. Like they didn't think you go. Hey, didn't we arrest that guy? Yeah. And we're getting proper convictions on these guys. So they're just racking up. Either high end misdemeanor or genuine felonies. Did they did did they not think you were going to recognize them? You, 
No, I mean, this is a small town. Yeah, it is. Exactly. You know, the city of, of the University of California, Irvine, is like 45,000 at any time. Right. And it, then on the Ring Mall, where the majority of the bike racks are, I mean, yes, we're going to know you. Yeah. It's like, hi, I remember you. I spent like half my afternoon booking you and doing yes, the paperwork. Exactly. I know who you are. Do so not come back and, and- Your face has been read through the new university uh, by- Thousands and thousands of people. Okay. Yeah, so, and now we're directing you, uh, directing everyone on the campus to the website so they can see your face again. We know you. Don't so, bother. So how many of these, how many individuals do you think could be on campus at any one time trying, looking for your bike? Yeah, I, I, could, I don't think I could even guess how many people would be on the UCI campus at one time. I would not be surprised, though, if they come onto the campus in small groups, in pairs. In groups. And they, if they're going to come, you know, to, you know, do you, when you're a thief, you usually want to look out. Right. Or uh, you want a getaway driver. If someone's going to be trying to steal multiple bikes and throwing them into a van, right? Um, you're going to want some help there. So if you see a pair of them, it gets really obvious really quickly. If they don't look like they should be on the UCI campus, if they're collecting bikes and they don't look like they're part of either the UCI PD or right. Transportation and Distribution Services, chances are they're stealing them. Chances are they're stealing them. And where are they? Um, are they taking them off campus? Are, are, usually, like when you steal a bunch of stuff, you you have a place where you you will Let's collect them, them, stash them, and then you'll steal them, and then for the day, and then you'll drive, you know, collect them, and then drive off. Is there a place that they're, they're Re- research has been, you know, in the back of a U-Haul or similar kind of box truck, or in garages, in the thieves' garages? Okay, and so, it's yeah. So you'll see them go back and forth. They'll steal a bike, go back. We, we haven't seen anyone do the whole back and forth because if we steal them the first, if we see them steal the first time, I mean, we uh, let slip the dogs of war. Okay, okay, that that's a good one. Yeah. So, um, any story, particular stories you'd like to share about any takedowns? You know, uh, I, I can't. I, I'm. I don't think I'd be allowed to. You don't think you'd be allowed? I, yeah. I, I, this I, is this is internal information. And you know yeah. what? I'm going to try to get one of the uh, UCI PD. There's someone who's been in there on the captures to give some of these stories. Yeah, I've actually uh, witnessed a couple in my lifetime where, yeah, someone just like, wow, and, and they end up going to jail for the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like you don't want to go to jail. You know, give cops a hard time, and then you, you're, you're putting the wrong. You know, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, what are you in here for? You know, um, you know, stealing bikes and um. <laughs> Killing grizzly bears with my bare hands, you know, or, or you know, it's like, it's like something you want to be in there for something really bad, yeah, and awful. Exactly. I mean, you know, rob a bank. Yeah, uh, you're, yeah, 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 yeah. No, actually, we're not allowed to a, tell people what to do on the radio station, okay, but, but but do not rob a bank. Do not do but, not rob a bank. But do not go to jail for stealing a bike <laughs> or whatever you're going to go to jail for. Don't. <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> Plus the spandex and the other stuff is not going to oh, have yeah. that imagine intimidation get, factor. That uh, imagine getting booked in that. Yeah, yeah, oh, and you got the clip clip shoes. Oh. Y- yeah, yeah. I do mixed martial arts and stuff. And uh, <laughs> I, well, actually, it's not mixed. Yeah, I'm doing Brazilian jiu jitsu and the muay thai, and I still can't pull off. You know the 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 bike shorts and the clip clip shoes. They they they, they don't have that intimidation factor. Exactly. You know that I'm looking for. So yeah, the, these guys should not be. Well, you know, stealing. you will have made it when you could do that in in the octagon in the y- ring. Yeah, when you can in, induce fear on exactly. them. I, I, no, I'm just gonna get a Hello Kitty tattoo. Oh you yeah. Know, just you know, I pay enough for that. So tell me, if your bike gets stolen, yeah. Now, what's the the secret to getting your bike back? All right. First secret is one that we shove into people's faces nonstop. And the first thing you should do is register your bike. 
and that, that, that comes before the bike is stolen, obviously, register your bike with the UCI police or with Transportation Distribution Services or at special events or at the bike shop or when you were in move-in, we offered it. The thing is, when you register your bike, you basically confirm that this bike belongs to you. So if we recover a cache of stolen bikes, right. we can actually return the bike to you. Now, that, is, done. that has been shoved down my throat ever since I was a kid everywhere I've ever lived. Yeah. So Get how, a bike why is it license. different here? Yeah, well, no, I mean, <laughs> why? I mean, it's just like, I don't believe him. It's like, you must buy a bike license, and I don't. Yeah. And and the cops don't pull me over. And, and Yeah, here's the uh, thing. It, but the California bike license, um, in my opinion, again, solely my opinion, Ramon Zavala, doesn't do what it should because it's not supported by the system that should be there to support it. Um, okay. On the UCI campus, we have UCI-specific bike registration. It says bike registered at UC Irvine. has... Uh, two phone numbers on it. So if you think your bike is stolen and it has this, you know who to contact. Okay. Um, and obviously to tell them that, yes, you bought this bike off Craigslist and the other person should be arrested. But anyway, um, so it has the contact information right there. And we have a genuine bike recovery effort. I can't say that about many other police departments, even in the nation. We are desperate to recover bicycles. So once we do that, oh. we can actually get people back their bikes. So you're saying I buy a license free, free, free? Wait a minute, I didn't know that. Bike registration. But wait, there's more. I, you know, <laughs> it, uh, but wait, there's more. Wow. This bike registration on the UCI campus is completely free. We just want to make sure your bike stays safe. If it's not safe, then we want to get it back to you, and we want you to ride your bike. We just want more people on bikes. You just made that up. This is free. This is completely free. This is free. I, you know, this is kind of blowing my mind. Yeah, it actually is. I mean, I'm not just. You, know, you come on down, and I might mind be, blowing. I might I'm, be the one to register your bike. We could have a talk, and we talk about bikes and, and all stuff. kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, and, and crutches. <laughs> and, <laughs> so, uh, tell me some stories where you actually got someone's bike back. Well, uh, actually, obviously, um, through the surveillance program, okay. since we're watching certain bikes, we could get those bikes back. Okay, and that's that's the most fun because the person you know you find out that that bike's stolen, and then it comes back like in hours. Hours. And that's the best feeling. There, last year, actually, during last year that we were doing bike registrations, someone had just registered his or her bike and locked it up outside and noticed within a couple hours that it was gone already. So they called mm-hmm. the cops, found the person riding down the road. We sent, They will send out a car if you know your bike was stolen recently. Again, really? they, they have no mercy for bike thieves, these, these UCIPD. You know, um, I, I wasn't quite thinking this, but uh, what else do these guys do? I mean, they just... The thieves? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's what, that's what I was saying when my bike got stolen. I was thinking, okay, he stole a bike, but this can't be his only crime in life. You know, the the kind of downside of, you know, making fun of the bike thieves is that, you know, I don't doubt that a good deal of them have problems. I mean, okay. they have, uh, it's likely that they have some sort of uh, drug addiction. Uh, alcohol. Sometimes they're just trying to steal money to to make ends, or steal bikes to sell to make ends meet, and they're, they they just don't didn't acquire the skills through life to make uh, money to support their lives in, in a more honest way. So uh, I'll be honest that when I see some of the faces, I'm like, oh, those poor guys. Okay, so, but, so we're not talking, uh, you know, hardened criminals. No. Okay, no. as much it, as we we're making fun of them earlier. Yeah. Most most thieves not, aren't aren't those you know real tough guys. That's why they're thieves. They, they grab things and they okay. run. Okay. Um, so you're, you're not looking at the people who are just going to try to go pick a fight with random people. Okay. And that doesn't mean to go pick a fight with them. 
Right. Um, even though I can tell you, I could tell anyone that who loves their bike and right. God knows it'll happen if they see someone stealing their bike. I, I actually heard, <laughs> I actually heard a story where, um, not too long ago where, and this has nothing to do with anything, but, um, he came, he, he was driving home and he saw a guy on a bike that looked a lot like his Ooh. and he came home <laughs> and found out that uh, someone broke into his house and stole his carbon fiber because that's where you keep your carbin fiber yeah. bike is in your house. It's in. He immediately started running after the guy. Yes. <laughs> Caught up with him, <laughs> pulled him off the bike and, you know, went, you know, UFC on him. It was like... <laughs> and, and while we don't condone some actions like that, I think I understand. You know, just out of curiosity, you know, I wasn't even going there. Uh-huh. I wasn't even going there. But uh, what can you do to, you know, yeah. defend your property on campus? Uh, you know, or in you, or I, in, I'm, in, I'm uh, going to recite not only for um, uh, for <laughs> liability reasons, but for my own experience. If you see someone stealing your bike, call the cops. Just call the cops. Call the cops. They're likely bigger than you. Our UCIPD. Uh, they got a couple really big guys on there. They do. Uh, they'll be able to chase the bike a bit better. Right. And. Um, when you when they catch them, they'll be able to handcuff them right there, right? As opposed to you trying to hold on to them, and then you have a desperate squirming person who doesn't want to get caught by the cops, right? Oh, there you go, exactly. You go. So, I mean, the longer they're held, especially if they know, if they know the cops are coming, they're going to do whatever they can to get away, right? Call the cops and uh, be ready to shake some hands when you get your bike back. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, show some love. The, yeah, some love. They, they like hugs. Cops <laughs> like hugs. I, that was my experience with them. Just don't just, hug around the belt. Yeah, don't hug around the belt. Plus, you got some hunky cops here. I mean, you, just to seeing yep. them in action, <laughs> doing that little slow motion Baywatch run with the you know Tony Tony Frisbee. He he is well known for being a heartthrob on campus. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's he's a chrome dome type. Okay. Uh, great smile. D- should I Google him? Tony Frisbee, Anthony okay. Frisbee, you might be able to find him. I, I, does, does he work on the side ma- magic mic or something? <laughs> okay. Gosh, he, okay. he's going to kill me for this. Tony Frisbee is a hunky man meat. That's it. Piece of man. Okay, we'll we'll have to. Let's <laughs> just say it again. This is Tony T- Frisbee, hunky man meat. He's a piece of hunk, hunktastic man meat. And he gets stolen bikes back. And he gets stolen bikes. I mean, if back. you can't fall in love with a guy who does that, is he married? I mean, we should. I, set I him don't up. know. Oh my gosh! I mean, I, I feel intimidated having him around. I, I, mean, I haven't like I haven't looked at that ring finger, but you know what? Yeah. Oh, help him if he doesn't have one on there. He's going to be getting calls. Yeah, he's going to be getting some calls because he he's he's that guy. He, <laughs> he does he have the the uh, uh, what am I thinking? The regulation mustache and and. Uh, he doesn't have a regulation mustache, and, okay. and I'm surprised he's not mocked for it. Okay, because I remember uh, uh, when I was in Pomona, they uh, did a, st- uh, a s- street sweep, you know, to pick yeah. up all the Johns, and I was just like, um, how did you not know that that was not a prostitute by, you know, had all her teeth and <laughs> and the mustache? You know, just the regulation mustache right. must tell you that, <laughs> yes, that is a cop in a dress, you know, so... <laughs> So uh, um, what else do we got going on with the, the bike stuff? All right. So um, oh, I, I mentioned bike registration. Completely free. Go there. Okay. Um, How many people are even doing that? You know, during move-in, I, I, we had about 400 registrations just during move-in. Okay. Um, last year, throughout the whole year, we had over 800 registrations. So it's not an irregular thing to register your bike. It one, I mean, if the, if the thief sees that your bike is registered, there's a little bit of deterrence there. Really, someone's going to be looking for this bike. Do you have a statistic on that? I don't, because unfortunately, I don't get access to the bike thieves. Okay. I, w- I would love to survey them and um, poke them right. with uh, 
sharp things. Or give them a hug because they're broken. Oh, yeah. Out of work. And, yes. Okay. That, that is so conflicting for me. Yeah, it is. But we wanted to hug, you know, yeah. the, the bike cop, too. Yeah, Frisbee. So. Yeah, we should, we should just uh, have a different <laughs> theme show on this. Um, the, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, you know, register your bikes. It, it's really easy. It's really cheap. Um, we have a couple of bike education sessions coming up also here at UCI. We're going to be doing one at Middle Earth and Mesa Court. It's focused on Mesa Court and Middle Earth residents. Okay. Uh, let, them know, let them know their rights and responsibilities on the road. I want to focus on the rights because a lot of people are timid. They tend to ride poorly and dangerously because they don't think they're allowed to be in the places where they should be, like on the road with cars that have a very specific pattern of movement, whereas if you're riding with pedestrians on the sidewalk who can do anything at any time, it gets a bit more worrisome. The collisions are more likely to happen like that. You, you were actually telling me about that last week. Yeah. You're, you're more likely to get hit on the... There's, uh, yeah, if, if you look at everything that intersects a sidewalk as an intersection and then compare it to the number of intersections on the, intersections on the street, you're safer on the street. Right, right. So, uh, it, so as far as... Uh, oh, by the way, I see people locking their bike up across the street. Do, like you, do you have any uh, at the university town plot? center? Right. Is uh, wh- wh- no? I'm sorry. The shopping center. Yeah, yeah. University town center. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I go there all the time, but I, I don't know the name of it. I yeah. just don't need to know the name. I'm there. Do you know the name of the bridge that you crossed to get there? The university bridge thing. It's actually called Watson Bridge. Watson Bridge. You know, I go by it all the time. And there's a plaque, and there's and a, no one has read it. No one has read. Me I, and four other people. I go over it. Every time. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I never read it. In fact, I see that lady on, you know, that little statue. And oh, I, yeah. I don't know if it's what that's supposed to mean. And someday I will I will read it. I will stop and read it. <laughs> but the uh, do, who keeps track of the bikes there? I take oh, it their own security? That is, that's UCI. Not UCI, sorry. The City of Irvine Police Department. You, you cross that bridge and you're off our jurisdiction, unfortunately. Once you're off the bridge or on the bridge? Uh, once you cross the bridge. I, get, I don't know if that's like 50% or if it's our side that starts UC, uh, the City of Irvine or if it's the other side that starts the City of Irvine. But look at it this way. If you lock up anywhere else that is not the, the UC Irvine campus, um, you're in the City of Irvine jurisdiction. Okay. Uh, right across the way. Now, one thing, I'd, uh, do you have anything you want to add? Because I want to get on to uh, what we're going to talk about with yes. your call-in. Yes. Uh, actually, no, I think that covers it up. So so we're pretty much, uh, okay, we yeah. wrapped it up. Okay, um, you and I were talking about doing some sort of call-in uh, with prizes. Right. So the, the thing is, is that we have a small surplus, very small surplus of UC Irvine emblazoned beach cruisers, and we want to give them away. But we don't want to give them away for just anything. What we would like for you to do as a listener is to write in to biking at uci.edu. That's our general bike information email address, biking at uci.edu, and answer a question from this show. And you and I are going to have some questions taped, and Definitely. we're going to run them throughout the season. Exactly. And when they hear it, they're going to hear the question, and they're going to email you the answer. Exactly. And then the people who actually uh, send in uh, an email response between the start and the end of the show, um, they're going to be entered a raffle if they have the correct answer, and you just might win a, a UCI Beach Cruiser. Now, don't you also have those really awesome skateboards? We do have a few skateboards on hand also. Um, so, you know what? I think we're going to give you a choice if you want the bike or if you want the skateboard. Now, I'm going to say right off the bat, if you get the skateboard, we, we're going to have to make sure that you understand that you're not allowed to be riding a skateboard on the UCI campus. Oh, yeah, wow. I know. It, you're no fun. That's like getting a BB gun for Christmas. Here, yeah. don't shoot your eye out. Exactly. <laughs> Here's a skateboard, you rebel, but first some rules. Yes. <laughs> I mean, on the UCI campus, I mean, 
I do believe uh, that skateboards are a valid form of transportation, but honestly, if you slip off of it or if you got to jump off of it and slow down ASAP, that, that board can just keep on flying and take out someone's ankle. We've had some issues on campus with it. Um, so, you know, if, if you get that skateboard, just be a good UC Irvine citizen. And once you get to UCI campus, kick it up, carry it around, and then uh, ride on your way out. Right, right. So that's why we're not going to do a show on ca- uh, skateboards. Oh, that's controversial. We, yeah, we really don't want you to ride it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I don't want to do a show. What do you do when he falls? At, well, it serves him right. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> no, do, uh, the views and opinions of this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're, we're at the part of the show where I was just going to ask you, what are you doing to get off the couch this week? Well, uh, you know, I can't get off the couch as much as I want to right now. Because I'm still, I'm still on a pair of crutches. Um but you know, I tell everyone right off the bat, the best way to get off the couch is find a way to get out of the car. If you just take that that car out of the the equation for just a couple couple trips, uh, a smaller distance, if you park farther away, you know, get some walking in. I choose not to drive a car because I know if I if I had a driver's license, if I had a car, I would drive it everywhere. Instead, I put myself in the position to get off the couch and ride to and from work and everywhere I can. All right. Well, thank you very much. This has uh, been Paul Osgood with uh, Ramon Zavala. And uh, this is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And you've been listening to Off the Couch. For those of you who are sitting on the fence about getting off the couch. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide.